Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Wednesday night Bible study via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and 12 noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. Our weekly conference calls provide a platform for our supporting ministerial staff to share a message of hope and life with the people of God in relation to our church's monthly topic of study. We hope that you enjoy today's service and find something in it that resonates within your heart and drives your love and passion towards our Savior. We also hope that this message enhances your knowledge of God's word and your personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. So sit back, relax, take plenty of notes and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for joining us today. God bless. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, and thank you so much, Elder Hopkins. My prayers are continuous with you, praying that you feel better and get better in the name of Jesus. But giving honor to God, who is the Lord of my life, giving honor to my pastors, Elder Dr. Shelley Boone II, and giving honor to First Lady, Elder Dr. Jacqueline Boone, giving honor to all the elders, ministers, deacons, mothers, and all who serve in this ministry. I'm giving honor to all my family and friends and all that's under the sound of my voice right now. I'm just glad. I'm just glad to have another chance today to be in the midst of this Bible study of the Lord one more time. I'm grateful and I'm thanking God for just granting me yet another opportunity from my pastor to speak on tonight. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Thank you for guiding me thus far. And even now, Lord, you know the purpose for which I have come. I, on my own, am an empty vessel. Let your Holy Spirit take full control of me, God, and let him speak in and through me on tonight. You know the needs of the people who is under the sound of my voice. Therefore, I submit myself to you, God. I submit myself to you so that you can use me in whatever way you see fit. I choose to glorify only you, Lord. I'm just claiming your hands, but I thank you. I thank you for guarding me with your special grace and your power and your strength, Lord. And I take victory tonight, God, in your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Flame, flame has been dedicated for the month of August. And our foundation scripture comes from Hebrews, the first chapter, the seventh verse. And of the angels he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. And I would like to talk a little bit tonight, my subject, are you willing to flame for Jesus? Are you willing to flame for Jesus? In times of darkness, where there seem to be no light, and in times when it seems trouble is on every hand, in times when we lose excitement about being saved and trusting God, but then that sweet Holy Spirit within us, it reminds us to don't sell in these emotions. They're only emotions. It reminds us that Jesus is alive. 
And because of him being alive, he gives us power. The power to always rekindle what we have and, and keep it moving. And during these moments when we are reminded, we can begin to move with God. We can go after the Lord with everything. Go after the Lord to burn with that inner flame. That inner flame that moves and, and has passion to do the work and the will of God. The inner flame will keep bringing new life to us and those around us. But we have to feed it. We have to nurture it so it won't fully burn out on us. In the times of Israel and the priests of all, they used to keep flame on the altar in the temple. You see, in the temple of the Lord, the Lord commanded his priests. He literally told them, he said, a fire shall always be burning on the altar. It shall never go out. And that fire on the altar was a reflection of God's power moving. It was a reflection of what he was doing in his people in all of Israel. But today we praise God. It's no longer on the outer altar. It is now to be the fire in the altar of our hearts. The reflection of God's power is to be in us. The reflection of God's power is to be in our children. The reflection of God's power is to be in our family. God ignited something in our lives, and he began a great work within us, and that was a flame. It's a flame he's looking to spark with his people. Now, there are times we may have concerns for this world or concerns for our own lives and things of this life. And because of these concerns, our flame will begin to dwindle. It'll reduce. It'll try to go away. And that's not what God wants for us. That's not what he wants. Don't allow the flame to dwindle away. And when that begins to happen, we got to start digging a little deep. Let's not become satisfied or content with where we are. In other words, if we're praying, let's pray more. If we're reading the word, let's read more. If we're giving God praises and worshiping him, let's praise him more. If we're walking in forgiveness, let's forgive him more. If we're walking in love, then let's love more. Whatever it may be, that whatever that good deed is, let's just do more of it. Because, see, this we've got to understand. This Christian life is about looking forward to tomorrow with God, looking forward to increasingly knowing him and to burn with a passion for God. Our greatest duty is to keep the flame of God burning in our lives, keep it burning where we'll never, never be empty and never dry. Because this flame is life. This flame is hope. This flame is passion. This flame is excitement. This flame is even resurrection. So I want to ask you a question today. What is your deepest desire to flame for Jesus? Is it to serve him more? Is it to uh, want to see people saved? Or is it just want to give testimonies of how good God is and what he's done for us? What is your deepest desire to flame for Jesus? I read in the scripture and it said, Our God, he makes his angels ministering spirits and his minister flames of fire. Well, we have to feed the flames with the word of God. We have to invest time in his presence, and we have to seek after God on a daily basis. And this flame is a reminder of Pentecost when the witnesses were united together by the power of the Holy Spirit, and they saw tongues, and they saw them as fire. When we lay down our lives for God, the Holy Spirit guides us to position our soul with God's Spirit. That Holy Spirit instructs us in our faith walk. 
And then we can both say, make me a flame of fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit. You see, fire is the state of burning, and burning that produces those flames. We want to produce them. We want to produce flames in our lives. The flame is visible. That flame gets attention. Why do it get attention? Because it blazes. It's beautiful. It's bright. It's strong. It's a strong blaze. Second Timothy, first chapter, six verse. It says, stand into flame the gift of God which is in you. And when you feel like the fire in you is only a small flicker, you can always fan it back into a roaring flame once again. Rather than striking in our own strength, we can come before God and allow his power and the breathing of the Holy Spirit to fan our gifts. We got to return to God in prayer, and we got to trust him, and we got to trust God completely. We can lose sight sometimes that God is so good and that he will never forsake us. He'll never forsake us, but we lose sight of that sometimes. That's why we need to keep burning with the flame. The flame brings us out of a comfort zone. Don't allow sin and selfish attitudes to quench your fire so you can't flame. Even confession is good. Confession cleanses you, and it takes away your burden. That's your confessions to the Lord. God draws near to the humble and the repentance of heart. Confess to God and just start flaming again. Flame, flame, flame. You can fan your flame by seeking God with who he is. Sometimes our flame only flickers because we want to only approach God for what he can do for us and not for what or who he is. When you get to know him more, you will understand how he is working in your circumstances. Not the way you want it, but the way God wants to. Get on your knees and surrender your everything completely to him. Not just something, but surrender everything. And to know him better is to love him. To give yourself completely to him, and then you will be filled with the fullness of him. Just like fire needs fear to stay lit and keep burning, to keep the Holy Spirit flame burning in you every day, he requires the fear of God's word. That's what he requires. And sometimes after we've been saved for a while, we may no longer feel like our fire is still burning. Well, our need is not to relight our spirit by getting saved all over again. Oh, we got to get saved all over again. No. Once we're saved, we're saved. God never leaves us. We may leave him. But he don't leave us. And even when we aren't burning, our spirit ignites with the power of the Holy Spirit. And we simply need to just stay in our spirit to give it some more oxygen until we start burning some more. And how do we fan the gift of God into flame, Sister Jackie? One way you can do it is pray out loud. By praying out loud, we can fan our spirit into flame that way. Instead of praying silently in our head and and all of that, trying to be so secretive, let's just try to pray out loud sometime. Even if it just start off softly from the beginning. Because God certainly knows what's on our mind and our heart. But the problem is, we have a very active mind. One minute our mind is here, and then the next minute, the next second is somewhere else. We're halfway all around the globe. But praying out loud helps us. It helps us focus and subdue all distracting thoughts. So we can contact the Lord in our spirit. Then we'll be able to breathe. Breathe with him through prayer. Another way we can do it, singing to the Lord. Singing to the Lord, that's an enjoyable way to fan our spirit into flame. Instead of silently again, being quiet and so quiet about it, we can open our mouth in a song to the Lord. And the more we open our being to the Lord to sing, 
the more he fills us. We can start by singing a hymn or a spiritual song or whatever it may be. We can do that while we're getting ready for work. We can do it while you're walking the class or walking down the street or even driving in your automobile. Singing allows God to fill us with the oxygen of the Spirit. Another way, call on the Lord. Calling on the name of the Lord is a simple way to find our, uh, fan our spirit into flame too. Usually we are burning in spirit when we first wake up in the morning. Sometimes it's even hard to don't even know what to pray for. But in the morning it's real easy for us because we can get up and say, oh Lord, thank you. Thank you for waking me this morning. Thank you for opening my eyes, Lord. Thank you for my last night resting. Good thing. That's a good thing. And it's good that we wake up and we do that. You know why? Because when we open our mouth to call on the Lord's name like that, he began to fan his flame inside of us. And we begin to burn with the Spirit once again. We can cry out to the Lord. Yeah, cry out to the Lord. I said calling on the Lord. And then I'm telling you we can cry out to the Lord. One of the best ways to open to the Lord and fan our Spirit into flame, cry out to him. Isaiah, the 12th chapter, the 6th verse says, cry out and shout, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Then Psalm 47, 1 says, clap your hands, all you people, shout to God with the voice of a triumphant sound. Crying out is even louder than praying out loud. And it may seem awkward sometimes when we first do it, but we can receive more of the Spirit by just crying out. The more we shout our praises to him, the more burning in his spirit we become. So fan your spirit into flame by crying out or, or just shouting praises to the Lord. For he is. Just thank him for what, who he is and, and for what he's done and he's doing in our lives. And I'm reminded of how Israel, you know, at times they fail to move in this flame power of God. When they were called to enter into the promised land, they sent out the spies to kind of spy out the land and to see this land that God was calling them into. They began to back down rather than moving in the power of God and trusting him. They bowed down to fear. They bowed down to this evil spirit of the world. And whatever they bowed down to, the result was many of them lost their chance to enter into the promised land of God. So let's not lose our flame today with God. Let's not lose our flame where God is calling us to trust him. Where God is calling us maybe to, to just be in a situation that requires him to seek, cry us to seek after him. Let's not lose our flame where we're being faced with challenges. And we don't want to face those challenges. We're afraid. But God's saying, I'm with you. Go ahead. No, let's not lose our flame, church. That burning flame at the altar is now alive with those who are alive in Jesus. Are we flaming to go deeper in the Lord? Are we flaming to get a new command from God today? Are we flaming to go deeper to receive a breakthrough to come into something that God had in store? Yeah. Yes. And the good news is we should no longer be in the fire, but we should be carrying the fire. He wants us to cry out for something different. Cry out for something more. Let's not get comfortable. He wants us to be flaming with the Spirit and not to back down. We can flame with God's power. And I'm going to tell you why. Because God's power can do the impossible. Because the Spirit of God is a spirit of power. And we as Christians, we kindle the flame. In our lives, guess what happened to us? God becomes light. 
We used to run. <laughs> now we're standing. We didn't even know how to love anybody. Never before we didn't even love those in our own house, let alone loving God. But something touched you. Something began to kindle. It's the flame of God. Why? Because you fanned into the flame of God. Now, see, some find it crazy. People find it crazy of how demonic power can compel a person to do really evil things. That's because the fire has not been lit to turn into a flame in their life. But I praise God today for something so much even more amazing. The fire being lit and turning into flame into our lives as Christians. And in flame, you would put God first in everything. Nobody, nobody would be able to make you doubt God. As I used to hear, you can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. And no matter what is going on around you, you will continue to live in peace because your mind is stayed on the Lord. You will walk the walk versus just talking the talk. Yes, you will. When you're in flame, that's what happened to us. You will feel the Lord in flame. A God-fearing man has reverence for the Lord, and a God-fearing man is obedient to the Lord. Psalm 1-1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So now, we don't blend in with the world. We're not supposed to blend in with the world. And in everybody's life, at some time or another, our inner fire may, it may try to go out. It is being burst into flames by an encounter with another human being. Someone may call you on the phone. Someone may offer prayer. Someone may just even give you a smile. Someone may just even give you an encouraging word. Those are people flames. Uh-huh. They are flames. And we should all be thankful for those kind of people who rekindled the inner spirit in our lives. And you know they used to always say, from a little spark may burst the flame. And it's then, it's only then, when a man is touched by the spirit of God. When a man is touched by the spirit of God and a woman, they are compelled to do the things of God. A man, a woman can be compelled by the Holy Spirit to do holy things. They can be compared to do powerful things, powerful things of love. So keep nourishing the flame. When you nourish the flame, it's going to show the world that God is alive and moving. It gives us power. It gives us power not just to teach and to preach, but it gives us power to shake the nation. It gives us power not to just walk, but to trample and trample and trample and trample and overcome all the power of the enemy. It gives us power not to just speak, but to tear down. And that is to tear down everything that is not of God. That's the kind of flame we want in our life. And in closing, remember this. Don't allow the shortcomings in your life to hinder you from getting your fire back, burning, and being able to flame for Jesus. So what? If you felt like you had to cut somebody out. So what if you felt like this didn't go this way or that way? My advice tonight, repent, trust God, and keep flaming. I love you, and everybody have a blessed night. Thank you so much for listening into today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you.